This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and social media are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. Nothing happens in a small town. Yes, that is now working. All right. <sighs> Software so. updates, and we were not being picked up by our microphones again. Yeah, this happens, oh, almost yeah. every time. Every other time. Yeah, it's just one of those. We now are used to it. Yeah. Though we still end up saying something about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. you're like, why can't it be simple? Why can't it just, I don't know. I yep. think... Having worked with um, coding and stuff for many, many years, ever since they've just been a, less about backward compatibility, this has been more of a thing. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, well, we made some updates. You figure out what's wrong on your end. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's like this time it was just the menu went missing. It's like, okay, oh. so I found the menu and now we're working, <laughs> but... Whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, love it, love it, love it. Yes. And well, it's like when my computer updated to Windows 11. I'm like, where'd my stuff go? <laughs> Microsoft. Yes. That's basically a curse word anymore. I'm sorry, trying. Microsoft people, but um, anyhow. Yeah. So the next several that we're gonna do are unsolved or Ooh. missing people or very yeah there's, there's they're just unsolved they're very, the next three well, yeah they're all unsolved there is one case of a missing person okay um, so that's the fourth she's one, well uh it's the third one it's unsolved but sorry she's she is missing i yeah. forget it we've yeah. been talking about or been trying to plan out a little bit more in the yeah. future so well and um as i had said last time i'm taking a little break because just life and right um and then we both have had illnesses and yeah. issues befall so sorry for the couple of um random having to change the date of our podcast uh but life is real and we both have full-time jobs outside of this yes hopefully that doesn't mean you guys dump us please stick around right. we plan on in, on continuing yes we do <laughs> and i mean Honestly, life is just, yeah. I mean, it's like I have migraine issues. You have migraine, migraine. issues. Yes, I had one yesterday. Yeah. Um, Yay. That was actually why we didn't post anything last weekend because I got hit with a migraine and Tara got, thankfully, got yes. over yours yes. yesterday. And I took a very long nap. That always helps. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so we are... We are still doing episodes, and we have one live event coming up, too. Mm. So, very excited for this. And actually, the people who are going to be attending are extremely excited. So, it's going to be fun, and we'll be hanging out by a fire. (laughs) Sounds like a good good time for me. I guess I ought to, like, you know, 
wear real clothes. I'm in well, kind of sweats right now. Know, we're gonna, we're <laughs> gonna be. It's a fall festival type of thing, so we'll be. Yeah. You know, wear comfy, cozy clothes because we are gonna be outside, and it is gonna be possibly chilly. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. Next yeah. week, the the weather changed significantly. Like we had the remnants of the hurricane come through, and it was downright balmy last yeah. week. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that rolls because it's much cooler today and quite windy. Yes. As it tends to be around a front. Oh, and so I haven't even told you about my Colorado trip. Oh, that's true. So I went to Colorado for a week with my husband and we went to, um, visit my cousin and her husband and we were actually there for both of our anniversaries your, your are twinsy anniversaries halloween and <laughs> so we went to breckenridge which was gorgeous i mean yeah. i was like wow this is just beautiful and mm-hmm. i think i got most of my christmas shopping done and I mean, just in, I mean, the, okay, the altitude stuff kind of did bother me. Did you drink plenty of water? I did. Yes. And we even tried the, the cans of air. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, but I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was just like, man, we'd walk a block and I'm like, oh my God, I'm out of breath. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, the high plains and the mountains are beautiful around yeah. there. And then we went back to Denver and just kind of, we did some different things. One of them, of which was going to this thing called Meow Wolf. And... I'm <laughs> I, making faces for I y'all. I will send you, I will show you pictures later. Um, <laughs> and it was um, kind of psychedelic. It, I mean, it was, it was an interesting place. It's like this art installation. Oh, okay, cool. And it was really cool, but it... I mean, it was like futuristic, but then you had all these different, I mean, there were doors everywhere. So you were basically getting lost and my cousin's going kind of fast and my husband's going really slow and I'm trying to keep everybody together because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose you guys because this place (laughs) is massive as well as confusing. And uh, it was really cool though. We, I I think we all enjoyed it. Um, It was... uh, it was definitely interesting. I yeah, I, I can't wait to show you the pictures because cool. they're interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay, is it like Beowulf only with cats? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I shall see. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's about it for news. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No things still going. Oh, uh, I am ordering. Uh, with the the advent of going back to regular time versus daylight saving time, I now am biking home in the dark every night, which uh. is on Rock and Bach and Zobic deal. Yeah. It's lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. But there's this one block of Cooper mm-hmm. that is between uh, Rock and Bach and my neighborhood that is really super dark. My bike has really good lights. But my body does not. So um, tomorrow I'm going to get, I have to look up the name of it again, but I'm getting a a helmet that actually has a big light on the front, lights on the back. And by the way, you can get it for an extra 30 bucks because I think it's like 150 bucks with the whole thing. It has turn signals (laughs) because, yeah, I want to be seen 
And then I also got myself some reflective uh, gloves. So yeah, a couple, a lot of last week I went home a little early um, because I'm like, yeah, I don't like biking in the dark. Though the only time I had a near miss with a, a vehicle last week was somebody basically driving on autopilot. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going up the road. One car turns right in front of me. Second car turns right in front of me. In my brain, certainly this guy, nope, nope. he went too. <laughs> and if I had not braked, thankfully my Trek's bike, Trek bike also has hydraulic brakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he would have run right into me or I would have run into him, one or the other, depending on how fast I would have braked. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, hmm? And yeah. he looks at me like, huh? I'm like, yeah, there's, there's a bike here thanks anyhow the joys of biking to work though i must say i think it's pretty common to be worried about being hit by cars in the parking lot anyway at work oh yeah so i don't think i'm in any worse uh situation riding a bike versus driving and shuttling and walking and Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. so i will ride that dang bike until it's icy yeah yeah (laughs) Um, I guess I should talk about our episode. Yeah. So, um, this episode was, uh, my coworker Jeff had suggested it. Um, and this is Joanne Valentine from Arnold, Maryland. Which is not far from here. Yes. Uh, so she was born Joanne Shuey and, um, she was born August 19th, 1946. She married Vincent Valentine. Um, and what happened was she went home one night. These these two owned a bar. They owned actually a couple of bars. Right. And she was working late at the bar. And she came home around 4 a.m. one night. Yeah. And it was September 26th, 1993, about 4 a.m. Uh, she's 47 at the time. And and someone followed her into the driveway of her home. Um, some witnesses did hear some arguing. In fact, her husband happened to hear the arguing and then the gunshot. And she was shot in her own driveway. Um, it went through her forearm and through her neck. And she literally died in the driveway. Um, and that's what her sister said. Uh, she was rushed to the ER and then to Maryland Shock Trauma Center, where she passed away. Um, her sister said she was a firework, and a lot of people have very fond memories of her. Um, Joanne was a very hard worker, a loving mother, a wonderful wife, and unfortunately for my brother-in-law, Vinny, his life ended in that driveway when Joanne passed. No. Um, so yeah. her and her husband owned Rumblefish in Pasadena, and she also owned A.L. Gators in Glen Burnie. And according to police, a small car may have pulled up behind her, and again, there was an argument, and then she was shot. Uh, her husband said he heard them arguing several men so it wasn't just one person apparently it was several yeah people. and he says he actually saw him from the balcony yeah of the bedroom um, the couple's teenage sons were asleep upstairs at the time of the shooting she had three thousand dollars in cash and expensive jewelry none of which was taken um 
the first suspect was named Edward McLeod. He supposedly stole the weapon used to murder Joanne from On Target and Severin. We both know where that is. Yeah, and actually, I don't know if you saw my notes. Um, it's uh, On Target is actually um, a common name for a shooting range. Mm-hmm. Um, not surprisingly, imagine yeah. that. Found some in the Chicago area and then branched out from there. I've been to this place a number of times. Did we take you? Yes. Okay, I thought we did. Yep. Um, it's... Uh, I mean, it's really close. It's right outside of uh, the Fort Meade base mm-hmm. out the uh, Rockenbach exit. It's very convenient because it's also really close to 295. It's on 175. Um, and it was, uh, pr- I mean, it always seemed pretty well run. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I think Sean might have bought one of the 1911s from there. They had a really nice gun shop out front. You could actually rent guns. Um, yeah. They had safety courses. Um, and I actually pulled this off of their uh, webpage. On Target has proudly and safely served the Anne Arundel and surrounding Maryland counties shooting community for over 31 years. First established in Glen Burnie in 1982, it relocated to a new state-of-the-art facility in 1987. So state-of-the-art in 1987. It, I mean, it wasn't the most updated inside, but the range itself was incredibly well kept. Mm -hmm. Um, Since then, our facility has been continuously updated and maintains one of the most comfortable and safe environments in Maryland for indoor shooting and luxury gun club memberships. Um, Our location in Severn Square Shopping Center in Anne Arundel County offers uh, convenient access. Like I said, they have an outstanding collection of handguns, long guns, and accessories used on the shooting range. One thing about that is, like, I don't, I'm pretty sure their indoor range did not, is not up to par for long gun shooting, but you can buy long guns there. Because mm-hmm. everywhere we've gone for long gun shooting is an outdoor range. Um, let's see, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we not only display one of the largest selections of handguns, but offer our members and the general public the opportunity to utilize our 25-yard indoor range. It accommodates 16 shooters in a comfortable and safe setting. Um, safety is always and will be our primary concern, and er- and everyone is uh, required to follow the rules to prevent accidents. I can definitely say I've been in there before where they've called a stop and made sure that things were safe before they dealt with an incident. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they closed, actually, as of the 31st of August. Yeah. But if you look at the timing, it's been 40 years. Mm-hmm. They were bought by somebody, apparently. I'm guessing that... Uh, you know, 40 years is an awful long time to own a, an establishment. I'm sure they're either retiring and or somebody passed, and this is just mm-hmm. normal progression. But the new place is not going to be called On Target. It's going to be called Cindy's Hot Shots. Okay. Hmm. Don't know. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I don't think, I don't remember being able to shoot long guns in there. I'm pretty sure that's not typical for a 25-yard range. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we used to live near a gun shop called Worth a Shot. That's actually, I'm trying to think if that's considered Millersville, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not far from the police, uh, station in Anne Arundel County. It's actually owned and run by a medically retired Baltimore policewoman. She teaches a lot of gun safety courses and she paired with On Target to do their in-person shooting courses as well. So um, I just know it was, it's one of those, it seems like this facility has been very well run for a very long time. So I think somewhere in in our notes, we've noted that they, they were never found at fault for, um, 
being uh, somehow associated with the murder right. because somebody stole a stole gun from their yeah. shop. Because um, thefts happen. I, and I think they, be, I don't know, even know how you would steal from them. But right. hey, what do I know? Well, <laughs> apparently it did happen because uh, the weapon that was used to kill Joanne was stolen on July 7th, 1993. And it was found in the trunk of McLeod's car on October 1st, 1993. So it was stolen July 7th. She was shot in September, and, and it, it was, was found, found in, in his trunk in October. So that would kind of lead you to conclude. He's he, the killer. Yeah. Him or somebody associated with him who Correct. has access to the gun killed And her. his vehicle. Right. <laughs> so he was charged with murder, but prosecutors dropped the charges after they determined there wasn't enough evidence to go to trial. They then charged him a second time for her death in 1994, but again they dropped the charges after records showed that the suspect was in Baltimore County Jail at the time of the slaying. It's one of those, I wonder why that wasn't brought up the first time he was charged, but uh, who knows. This one, there's a lot of confusing details. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak ill of the, um police who are running this investigation but you know people can change right. positions maybe that um he didn't bring it up in i mean maybe he was planning on bringing it up and then they decided not to char- charge him so right. he just didn't bring it up yet um yeah, who so knows? then uh gilbert eric griffin was charged with joanne's murder as a co-conspirator with mcleod uh these two have a history of robbery Uh, Mr. Pittman, an informant, was released from jail to help police with her murder. Then he disappeared. Police caught him and he was put back in jail. His information apparently didn't go anywhere. Sherman Perviance was also arrested, but the charges were dropped. Uh, The family did try to sue on target for negligence, but they lost. The the gun shop was not at fault. Uh, the family has suspected that Joanne perhaps broke up a bar fight earlier in the night between some known local ho- hoodlums. And I love they, that word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they could be the ones that killed her. I mean, she really didn't have anybody who had anything against her. Right. You and, know? you know, you're just an owner of a bar, so you've got a rough and rowdy crowd. Right. And that bar, I've got some, it was a very yeah. rowdy bar. Yeah. And, I mean. <laughs> She was doing her, she was trying to keep her business going. Yeah, Yeah, you've got to um, basically put together the business that brings people in. And sometimes those who spend lots of money at bars are also less than fun after they're drunk. Yeah, I was going to say, let's face it, when you're drunk, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You lose some of your inhibitions. You know, that little little voice in your head that says, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. It's gone. (laughs) Some people have a tendency to get kind of violent when they get drunk. Some people are mean drunks. Definitely seen that. It's, it's, yeah. And the whole thing about the potential for um, the Eric Griffin and, uh, or Gilbert Eric Griffin and the other man uh, potentially robbing, the only thing that would be is, it was a robbery gone wrong. Maybe they yeah. saw her husband. But that would be what I would think. It's like, right. if she still had $3,000 on her and expensive jewelry, 
what the heck right. did they see? You know, whoever was trying to rob her, did they see the, the husband and go, oh, shit, well, got to get out of here? And he may have yelled, you know, right. it doesn't really say We anything. don't have a lot of information We don't have there. a lot of information there. Yeah, so it could have been, you know, he yelled. It could have been, yeah, and spooked him off. We don't know. But in 2003, these men were in federal prison for bank robbery and murder convictions. So if they did do it, they are, I don't in know. In jail anyway. Yeah. After the murder of Joanne, both bars were closed. Um, sadly, both of her boys dropped out of high school. The family continued to hold a vigil for her a decade for about a decade in the driveway and after that they stopped it was just too painful yeah at some point um and this episode is kind of short in that i didn't i wasn't able to find a lot of information this is pretty much what i was able to find well i've got more about the bars so uh, it seems that at least the the main bar it was um it had gone through a couple of hands after, because they it actually was still open until 2002. Mm-hmm. Rumblefish, that is, the one that she had worked that night. Okay. So I found um, a Baltimore Sun article from uh, 2002 saying, Embattled Bar closed for good. Um, saying that it needed to put an end to an out-of-control nightclub. The Anne Arundel County Liquor Board has shut Rumblefish and will revoke the Glen Burnie Club's license unless the establishment has new owners. And that's something that's really interesting. The whole licensure, I don't know if it's changed recently, but back when I used to work, um, I bartended part time. Mm -hmm. Um, People would buy businesses for their licenses because the licenses were tied to the property. And it's really hard in Maryland, at least it was. And this was about the same time frame when the 2000s, when I was bartending part-time. It was really hard to get a liquor license, but you buy a rundown place and remodel it mm. in order to keep the license. <laughs> so I can see where that would be. Um, so Richard C. Bittner, the liquor board chairman, said Rumblefish is gone. If it comes back, it's going to come back as a completely different entity. I'd have to go and look. But um, the board's decision after the club admitted to 14 of 39 liquor law violations, the three commissioner board fined the club $10,000, the heftiest fine it has ever meted out, suspended its license for 30 days, and said if new owners are not in place by July 9th, the club's liquor license would be gone the next day. Yeah, this was like May time frame. Um, said it would prohibit the club from reopening after the suspension or revoking of temporarily suspending the license again on June 25th if a liquor license transfer is sought by then. Um, Pamela Lyons was the president of the company that owned Rumblefish at the time. She said she had no comment, but the liquor board actually barred her specifically and her manager and both of their families from the club which is, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Some of those license restrictions that, um, that were put in place put an end to <clears throat> wet t-shirt contests, <laughs> all-you-can-consume drinkin' with Lincoln nights, patio service, and other events that the commissioner said led to allegations that included serving minors, women being accosted, and alcohol and drug use in the parking lot. So, um, I mean, I know this is 10 years later, but I think that was basically Rumblefish's, like, thing. They were a down-and-dirty dive bar. Yeah. But 
probably really fun to those who like to go there. Um, I don't think it'd be on my list, but then I'm also an old lady. <laughs> um, and I actually uh, looked to see if there was any new Rumblefish. If it is, it's a different name. There was a potential buyer on the hook named Mike Ballard. He'd been operating the club while the the, the then president and company owner uh, were barred from it. He wasn't sure if he was going to continue on, though. Um, I did lo locate a rumblefish in Athens, Greece. So nice. apparently it's kind of a name. But anyhow, I just thought I'd see what I could find on, about the club. Because there's a lot of little dive bars around here. And that's you can find a homey situation with some of them. And that's where you find the affordable drinking not at home. But how do you get home once you've done that? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, but, I was oh just, no. uh, I was doing a little search here just because um, I don't remember if I checked one of my sources, um, and yeah, no results are popping up. Okay, so that's probably why I didn't find much more. I do try and dig as yeah. deep as I possibly can. Right. You know, it's one of those, um, all I can say is that you know, this is still unsolved. So if anybody has any information, I know it would be greatly appreciated to the family. Oh, if yeah. You would report it. And um, we've got the Anne Arundel County Police Cold, cold Case cold. Squad is 410-222-3456 or Metro Crime Sta Stoppers at 410-276-8888. It does seem like, I mean, I don't know. I, the guy had the, the gun in his trunk. <laughs> yeah. It, I know. I, they I, have the murder weapon. Right. So how do you trace who had access to it between September and October? Right. It would have to be somebody that knows that guy. Right. Right. And had access to his car. And... Yeah, I mean... And because there's not a wealth of information, we don't know if there was anything found at the scene. Typically, right. if um, if you have EMS responding, it's going to make the actually finding anything mm -hmm. uh, probative really hard in the driveway. Yeah. Because I wouldn't presume if they shot her that they would have actually touched her at all. Right. Um, but they may have left there and even back in 93 we didn't have as many cameras right so i'm just trying to think through the where they would have any yeah and four o'clock in the morning not a lot of people are awake at that right i mean time unless they're going into work at 6 a.m right <laughs> or earlier and even then they're probably not busy. paying a heck of they're a lot not, of attention yeah. um so and it's dark yeah um just not not a lot of information yeah it kind of sucks and i it, it really sucks that's you know her her kids didn't do well her husband i mean mm -hmm. like the sister-in-law said is basically just his life ended then too i mean yeah they i mean they'd been together probably 20-ish years mm -hmm. And it, it, it was her sister who's been trying to kind of keep the investigation alive. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Sounds a lot and like our next episode. I believe her mother passed away recently. And I mean, it's just there. I know they're, I mean, it was 1993. It's been a long time. They don't, 
yeah, it's been over 20 years. I mean, and they still don't have any resolution. Almost 30 years. It'll be 29 years. It was 29 years this year. It'll be 30 next. Wow. Yeah. I'm old. I graduated in 93. (laughs) This is how I remember these things. We know I can't add. (laughs) Simple math is the hardest math. Actually, timesheet math is the hardest math. (laughs) Yeah. But anyhow... So. If anybody has any information, it would be, I'm sure everybody would like to get this, the cold case file people. Um, mm-hmm. You see so much more today, but I'm just thinking, what would they be able to get other than if the recovered weapon had any other info, anything on it? Right. Um, the car, mm-hmm. when they when they got him, I mean, who was using his car? Could it be that, that pal of his? Well, and was he, was well, he really he w- in jail? Well, or was I would go ahead and pre- let's go ahead and presume he was in jail. Who had access to his stuff while he was in jail? Yeah, right. I mean, it seems like he had some partners. Yeah, in crime. Mm-hmm. Ha 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 ha. So likely could have been one of them, and it seems like they did try to charge a couple of people with this, right? And then it just they don't have enough. Flat. Yeah, it's it's not what you know; it's what you can prove. Right. So you wonder if it's sort of known, it's just nothing that you can do to prove it. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's, I mean, let's, I can't imagine um, the initial guy who had the weapon, he has, uh, my guess is he probably lives a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Uh, bohemian life if you will where he probably flops on people's couches i'm just totally speculating here right um and if you don't really if you aren't really that tied down how many different roommates have you had Mm -hmm. or have you been a roommate to is it even his car Mm -hmm. no yeah sorry now i'm getting into way out there and just questions i would ask if i had the information in front of me yeah it's just um this was a hard one. I had I couldn't find a lot of information, and you know I do feel bad for the family because it seems like they really fell apart. Yeah, she sounds like she was the glue. Yeah, yeah, that stinks. And I mean, like I did read one article where her son was saying, you know, she never got to meet her grandkids. Oh. You know, that's that's so yeah. Tough. That is tough, because especially if they were known as a loving parent, not that you Mm -hmm. have to be a loving parent, parents are parents, but especially when you've got somebody who really was your glue and you really want them to be a part of their life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I did also see that she was a beautiful, vibrant person. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, maybe she, yeah. We can probably go on we for can, yeah, speculate ever a and lot. speculate. Um, just, yeah, she was, she's very missed. And uh, all I can hope at this point is um, bringing it up one more time, having another piece of information out there. Maybe somebody else will know something enough time has passed that they will talk about things. Right. Because sometimes people don't talk because they're afraid in yeah. a situation. While time can lose you some evidence like um, witnesses, it can also earn you some right. who are afraid at the time to talk, but mm-hmm. now might. Yes. So if you do know something and you're able to, please report Reach out. It. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. So that's, <laughs> that's it for today. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely a shorter episode, but, you know, sometimes it happens. Right. I mean, um, that's, uh, I know actually in our next episode, that's actually a piece that the uh, sister who's trying to keep that, that case alive um, pushes um, her story to various different outlets and they're like well there's not enough here to have a full episode so thanks but no thanks and you're yeah, like i, I, I think w- it, there's a place for the shorter episodes i agree because and maybe we'll shake something loose yes and i mean i'm still hoping that that one arkansas the two boys on the tr- yeah well not the no the boys on the, the tracks other one. No, the other the, one um, sorry but, uh, the family that got killed yes right? sorry no it's okay i i <laughs> really many. um the sister did reach out. I ha- unfortunately haven't heard back from her, and I don't have any way to contact her other than on Twitter, which I don't happen to be on very often because well. I kind of <laughs> don't like Twitter. I don't well, that who knows how much longer Twitter is going to be around either. Right. Um, it's kind of sort of tanking in a major way. Yeah, but I'm hoping she does reach out. And, yeah. You know, and I am hoping next year that we can talk a little bit more about uh, the the bully of Toulon. Oh, yes. Because I would like to uh, get back with the family for uh, that one. Cause yeah, it that's, sounds like that's a tough some, one. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that, that one was just, oof. Yeah, the family of the police officer. Yes, she reached out. The sister reached out, so I'm going to... Hopefully get in touch with her sometime soon. And <laughs> I hope so. Hey, we just use the word hope a whole heck of a lot of times. Well, what is life without hope, right? It's it's a lot of times it's just the fact that, like Tara said, we both work full-time jobs. I also am trying to do a writing career, and I have medical issues. So. Yeah, and it, it's just um, getting together with people. I'm super yeah. happy when we can con- con- get connected with somebody, and they're quick to respond. And But that's also not everybody can, because mm-hmm. they have full lives that are going on. Right. So... Yes, so as always, thank you for listening. For listening, even though I've kind of rambled on here. <laughs> it's okay. I'll let you ramble this time. Usually it's me who rambles. <laughs> thank you for listening to Nothing ha- Happens in a That's Small Town, where things do happen and small towns are not the quiet, quaint places you think they are. <laughs> if you would like to support us, you can donate to us on our Patreon page, which is www patreon.com slash nothing Nothing happens happens in a a small town town. our instagram username profile is nothing Nothing happens in a small town town. our twitter username and profile that we may not have much longer who knows (laughs) (laughs) nothing Nothing happens happens in a a small town town at n-h-i-a-s-t and our facebook page is nothing Nothing happens in a small town town at n-h-i-a-s-t 2021 And you can email us anytime with your suggestions. We love those. At nothing happens in a small town at gmail.com. So, yes, we do plan on continuing. I don't want you guys to think we're not. Um, This is just something we're very interested in, but we also have life. Yes. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye.